0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Badder
0: up.
4: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to A Pod of Their Own's Mench of the Week. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined by my lovely Apato co-hosts, Linda Serovich. Hello, Linda. Hey, Allison. And Maggie Wigan. Hello, Maggie. Hi, Allison. So this week um, on the Mench of the Week, uh, we want to, similar to when we highlighted the Mets social media team, we want to highlight folks uh, that have to do with the Mets that don't get a lot of FaceTime and appreciation for all the very important work that they do with the team. Um, and that is the team translators. Um, Nelson Seely, who's the Spanish translator and Hiro Fujiwara, who's the Japanese translator. Um, obviously Nelson's been with the team for a little bit longer, um, but they have done amazing work um, this year and every year. Um and I feel like they don't get appreciated enough <laughs> for everything that they do. Um, so they they are this week's co-mentees. Um, for for being awesome. Uh it it's been it's been so funny to watch. Like especially because Kodai Senga just has such an amazing personality. Um and having good translation is essential to letting that shine through for all the fans, um, who obviously don't speak Japanese. And I think I forget what the most recent thing was. Oh yeah. The most recent, uh, video of kodai sanga that i watched was um it was a clip from i guess they were asking all the um all the mets who who they would want uh which of their teammates they would want with them in a zombie apocalypse yes um, Ooh, i missed and, that one. And, Ooh, it was a good one it was good and sanga said mcgill because he's really tall and i could like ride on his shoulders and he could <laughs> run um and it was really funny and the my favorite part of it um, and this is where the translation kind of comes into play is that my favorite like little kodai senga quirk is that cuz obviously he speaks some english right and so he's he watches the translator and when the translator translated his joke he laughed at it again <laughs> <laughs> and it's just really funny to see senga like chuckle at his own joke when it gets translated into it's english endearing it's just such a genuine moment that you can't get without a good translator, you know? And also they have such a good sense
2: of humor about it too, because they feel like there's a lot of personalities on the, on, on this team. And like Alvarez was kind of um, like, I don't know if you saw that article the other day, um, about Alvarez, how he's trying to learn English now. And um, he was kind of, you know, joking about it. He's like, oh, I speak better English than him. And he pointed to his translator. So it, um, So having to deal with the personalities on the team and also convey accurately what they're saying is not an easy job. And both of them do it very well.
4: Yeah, and recently um uh, what was the what was the most recent post game interview or um that quote that Alvarez gave as like a t-shirt now it's like why oh, yeah, not okay. me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um like he like basically people were asking him like are you surprised that you've been able to you know give this contribution at such a young age as a rookie and he was like why not. Like I love that confidence and um And now that that quote in Spanish is uh, is like, I think, a T-shirt. I forget who made it. it. Was it whether it was breaking tea or athlete logos? So well, they're they're working together. But yeah, I think it was them who made that T-shirt. Apologies if it was someone else, if it was Roto Wear or someone else. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, it's it's on a T-shirt now. Um, and so it's just like this is the this is the kind of work that they do that kind of doesn't get appreciated enough that generates like these these moments that you can only get because they have such good team translators
1: and that also highlights you know I think
4: none of our listeners but I'm sure there are
1: people out there who are thinking like why don't these folks know English they live here and the thing is like most Players do know to some extent English, although, I mean, Kodai Senga probably has not had a lot of time. But yeah, by the time they get to the majors, most players have been living in the United States for a while. But like that doesn't mean that they are comfortable communicating very like specific high stakes moments in a language that is not their first. Like whether it's something that's going to be quoted on the news or um, you know, some very specific detail to discuss at a mound visit or something like that, you know. And by having access to good translators, you're going to get more interesting and helpful information out of them than if they're trying to stick to the exact English phrasing that they're extremely familiar and comfortable with. It lets them be more creative and it lets them be themselves instead of always trying to have to hunt for the one word they know.
4: Exactly. And and like in the past, you know, we we've seen and I believe that we've talked about it on this very show, not on this segment of the show, but during the main show, we've talked about um, other teams and other orga- organizations and other managers where, you know, uh, players who are not originally from the United States for whom English is not their first language um, other organizations that have like pushed back against them needing translators, um, and said negative things about you know them not learning English and things like that. And I'm just glad that that hasn't really been the case for the Mets, um, at least in in the recent past, um, on the current iteration of the team. Um, so it's just nice to see like a a positive culture around it and like not you know being like oh why does he need the translator. Um, which other teams have, other teams' coaches have literally said that like publicly to the media and things like that, which is just like awful.
2: Well, and I also feel like Heroes got a, a tougher job because if he goes out there with Hefner at a crucial point in the game, he really needs to tell Senga accurate information. And, you know, you don't want to give him, like Hefner says, don't throw your fastball or make sure your ghost fork is or your ghost fork is riding up or whatever. And if he misquotes Hefner, that could have disastrous consequences on the game. So, you know, he's got a little, uh, that's a lot of pressure to go out there. Like if the bases are loaded and two out and you have to translate. Well, the hero's going to have twice as much pressure next year when
1: he has to do the same for Otani.
4: Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> Heck hope He yeah. eats his Wheaties. Yep. <laughs> And, and like, in given the like limits on the number of mound visits and yeah. like, and the pitch clock yeah. and everything now, like it just becomes even more essential that he work quickly and efficiently, um, yeah. and provide and, and, you know, it's, it's such a difficult job. I can't even imagine doing that job. Um, like I, I have awe of, like, I'm in awe of people who are bilingual to begin with, but let alone people who can do this professionally, um, like translate from one language to another it's just so like it it works parts of your brain that like are parts of my brain that i don't have <laughs> i feel like or like uh, that i haven't activated in a really long time because you have to take in the information in one language sort of synthesize it in your brain and then spit it out in the other language and they never they don't even like my so my husband
1: spent much like large chunks of his childhood in japan um and he'll be like, yeah, no, I, I I know Japanese, but, you know, it's it's fine. You know, I'm not so good at it anymore. Um, and then we would be in Japan and he would be doing um, simultaneous live translation for me, which is like the hardest thing to do where you're like, really translating difficult. the thing as it is being said. And like, I mean, these guys are just fantastic. I can't even imagine how hard it is to do.
4: Yeah, really, really incredible. Like, I mean, I haven't, um, so I, I would never call myself bilingual. The best I ever was, was like conversational to proficient in Italian back when I, cause I minored in it in college. Um, so, you know, back when I was in college and like reading it every day and learning it every day, I was, I was pretty good. And then when I went to Italy, I was the I was the only person who spoke any Italian in the group. So I was the kind of the translator and I can speak to how difficult it is. It's insanely difficult because I, I was a lot better at, you know, I could just sit there and, and read a passage in Italian and understand it myself, but then I just have to go and like the act of like going and spitting it back out in English to someone else. That part is really, really difficult. Um I had a really hard time I mean like obviously there was you know translating menus and stuff like that like this is that means oranges that's like served with oranges like that part is easy but when you're actually like hearing a person speak to you and I have to tell someone else what that person just said oh really difficult really difficult well, um not only are
2: they doing that they're doing it with microphones and cameras in their faces
4: yeah and obviously, as we, uh, we know this, it's true of English speakers. Every language has dialects and yeah. accents, too. Um, and so, you know, they, the person who you're translating for may not be from, like, the same country of origin or the same region um, as you. And they might have, like, a different dialect or a different accent. And you have to nego- negotiate that. Like, even at my peak Italian skill, I didn't understand Southern Italians when they spoke at all like zero comprehension because it's so it's almost borderline unrecognizable from like tuscan italian which is the italian that's taught to non-native speakers um and so it's it's you know sometimes sometimes within america you can hear accents and i can only imagine like how difficult that is for like a non-native speaker to understand um you know just like british english versus american english is completely different too in a lot of ways and so like the, these translators are dealing with that as well for the languages that they translate in. Um And so, it's, yeah, it's just, I'm in awe, I'm in awe of these guys oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and gals who do it for a living. Um, incredible work. So um, we just wanted to say that we very much appreciate Nelson and Hero for the work that they do. Um, and it doesn't go unnoticed by the fans. Um, we appreciate them.
2: And they both seem like good dudes too.
4: They really do. Um, they, their, their presence is, is really fun. And I'm just really glad that they're around and that they make the, they make the team better by uh, enhancing their ability to communicate with each other and with us. So thank you to Nelson and hero. Um, you are our co menches of the week. Um, uh, that it, that's all for this week's mention of the week. Uh, you can go to home to check out all of our fantastic pods and you can subscribe to Homerun applesauce wherever you get your podcasts from. It's one feed. You'll get all of our amazing shows there. If you want to support our work, um, which is really, really important to help us uh, keep the lights on. And you also get a lot of, to- uh, a lot of fun perks. You can go to patreoncom slash home um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that too. Um, Home on Applesauce is on Twitter and Instagram at HR Applesauce. The show is on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and soon to be blue sky, hopefully, um, at a pot of their own. Uh, you can follow each of us on Twitter. I am at petite PhD. Where are you, Linda? At Linda servich. And you, Maggie? At Maggie 162. On your favorite podcast app of choice, please rate and review the show. It really helps people find it. The original intro and outro music to this podcast is by Bunga. Let's go, mess.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. that is a harsh lesson in business
1: sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together i
0: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech it opened up so many more doors the show is called the The Deal. deal listen to the deal listen to the deal on spotify it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win